Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing great. Excellent. Can we get right into it today? Sure. All right. Disney Parks blog. Cruella photo ops have been added at some Disney parks. That's right. If you enjoyed the movie about Estella, uh, who later becomes Cruella, there are lots of ways you can get uh, some Cruella photo ops around the Disney parks. First off, the Cruella Mobile, Mobile, Cruella Mobile from the film has arrived at the downtown Disneyland district at Disneyland Resort. What's the Cruella Mobile? Mobile. Oh. Her car. Cruella Mobile. Cruella Mobile. <laughs> I'm having trouble today. <laughs> Yeah, the vehicle that she drives. The DeVille. The DeVille, exactly, is available. Um, and uh, that can be done. And then over at uh, Disney World, uh, nothing fancy like that, but uh, PhotoPass photographers have some photo ops with a magic shot, one over in the United Kingdom, and then uh, they have a virtual backdrop at the PhotoPass location at Disney Springs. Very cool. Yes. Um, Disney Parks blog talks about some ways to share your pride at Walt Disney World this June. All sorts of ways to share your pride, uh, the art and photography. Um, all four of the theme parks have photo passes that let you share your pride. Um, you can do a nighttime rainbow frame, rainbow magic swirl, and floating rainbow magic shot. There are rainbow Mickey digital stickers and fun graphics for your photo pass photos. Over at Disney Springs, they have multiple murals featuring... Uh, a celebration of Pride Month. And then there is a new photo wall inspected by Love Victor, which is a Hulu series. Um, and then, of course, they have Pride products available all across the resort. Um, they also have some Pride food and beverage. Uh, at Epcot, you can get a Rainbow Mickey Dome Cake. Uh, you can get a Rainbow Cake at Kringla Bakery Oog Cafe over in Norway. Um, select Joffrey's locations offer Rainbow Donuts at uh, Amaret's Patisserie. The Ganachery, Everglaze Donuts, Gideon's Bakehouse, and City Works Eatery and Poorhouse, uh, they have specific uh, pride items available to eat and drink. Okie dokie. In California, there's a list of Avengers that you can meet on the Avengers campus. So many superheroes. Awesome. Uh, who is the superhero that started the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe? Was that a question? Yes. Ask it again. What superhero started the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, um, Iron Man. There you go. Iron Man in his new Mark 80 costume is available for meet and greets. Spider-Man is available. Uh, Black Widow as well as Black Panther. Uh, Okoye and the Dora Milaje. Uh, uh, Captain America has been driving past in an Avengers Jeep. Uh, it's also the same Jeep that uh, Black Panther has been seen driving in. Uh, Black Panther in the vibranium suit is available. Um, Sam Wilson, also known as Captain America. So there are two Captain Americas in the park, one Steve Rogers, one Sam Wilson. And a Loki has been known to hold court. I don't know if you consider him a hero or a villain. Mm. Uh, both Ant-Man and the Wasp are available. And, uh, you know, they're still doing socially distanced uh, greetings, uh, meet and greets. So they're going to stay at least six feet away from you and let you get uh, in front of them so they can be in the background for pictures. I think it's not a bad idea, e even, you know, taking away the whole uh, COVID issue, because so many people are going in there. So many people want to take photo ops. It's a lot faster to it stand is. in front, take some pictures. There's not this whole, you know, interacting long time sort of um, 
right. time period taken. So it gets it gives the opportunity for more people to Right, but do you know what Bob JPEG says? What? We are losing so much revenue on pens and autograph books <laughs> through social distancing. I believe it. And they're still selling them. I know. Which I find funny. Yeah. You walk into a gift store, you can still buy pens and autograph books. Yep. All right. Um, Disney is reminding guests, guests that they should not place a mobile order until they are entering the Avengers campus. That's right. If you try to place a mobile order through the Disneyland app right now, you will get a pop-up screen that says, please wait to place your order until you have entered Avengers campus. Placing a mobile order will not give you access to Avengers campus. So I guess what some people have been doing uh, is placing their mobile orders and uh, thinking that allows them to bypass the standby queue uh, into Avengers Campus, but that is not the case. Um, what I have found uh, of late is that Californians, uh, because it is more visited by locals, have a tendency to, you know, from their home, post a mobile order app okay. because you can schedule the time right. for those. Right. And then if you're, you know... Joe Smith, and you want to eat dinner at 5 o'clock, and at 4.30 you go to place your order, well, there's no more slots available, right. and all those 5 o'clock slots have been gone since 9 o'clock this morning. Right, right. So um, if you're mobile ordering you know, in California, just be aware that A, you have to be an Avengers campus if you want to eat from there, uh, but B, in general, um, you should you, probably place your orders early. You should probably place your orders early, exactly. Uh, and then going back to the Avengers campus, I'm sure you've been reading a lot about what's been going on there. Yes. Not a smooth transition with their opening. How so? Um, Five-hour waits for mobile ordering. And, and that's specifically? I disagree. I think that so many people are just trying to order, and then they're hearing that the waits are a very long right. time. So now they're ordering that much further ahead. Um, you know, really long waits to get into the park. That, that portion of the park, um, and then people aren't leaving. There's no time limit on how long you're allowed to stay. And if you placed a mobile order that isn't going to be ready for five hours, uh-huh. you're not going to leave. Right now, you got to sit there and wait for this thing to come up. If you wanted to try the food, if you wanted to see inside of there, um, same thing. You know, with the ride, you know, you're able to get in. Maybe wait in the long line, and you're able to get into the land, but you can't ride the ride because you didn't get the, um, the pass early right. enough. So. Um, what I'm reading, not exactly the smoothest opening. Has there ever been a smooth opening in Disney history? Well, I mean, like we've, um, the chatter is that, yeah, the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. <coughs> I'm going to leave that in. Okay. Uh, God bless you. Thank the you. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opening went actually very well. Uh, they had it sort of very well figured out and okay. planned. Some people say that part of that is because they only had one ride open. That could be. So there was slightly less demand. There were people who were holding out to go until both uh, rides were open. Alrighty. Anyhow, um, let's talk a little bit more about the uh, Avengers Campus. They have some stunt shows that they're doing there. Yeah, there are multiple shows around the land. Uh, The first one is a Black Widow stunt show with the Taskmaster uh, and Black Panther later joins the fight. Uh, The funny thing I think about this is that Black Widow for this fight dons a... Uh, face mask. Okay. Uh, she's maskless when she does her meet and greet. She's maskless for other things, but when she does her stunt show, she puts on a mask. Um, all of the other characters have masks, either plastic or uh, otherwise, as part of their costumes. Mm-hmm. But she's the only one whose face is fully visible, Maybe so she, she felt puts left on. Out. Well, the funny thing is, the Dora Milaje fight in in their show, they don't wear masks, right? And they're three Wakandans right. who are in close proximity to each other, right. so. Just very weird. Uh, But the thing that uh, is interesting is that 
you know, they do these uh, some of these shows on the Avengers headquarters building, mm-hmm. and the Avengers headquarters was designed to have these stunt shows. Now they did a very similar thing to Galaxy's Edge, but it just never really transpired okay. to the point where you know we got this level of interactivity right. where characters are walking amongst us. Right, and, right. Uh, they seem to be doing a lot more of that and following through with the, with their original plans uh, over in um, the Avengers campus. Uh, and then uh, there is a very cool Spider-Man uh, stunt show uh, where we see Spidey climb some walls, but we also get to see the Spider-Man animatronic in action. Now, mm-hmm. that's clips of that have been around the internet right, for a while. Right. Um, it it you know is this animatronic robot that that launches into the sky independently and does um, uh, all of these flips and right. stunts and heroic poses. Now that. Animatronic was featured this past weekend on the Disney TikTok uh, account. So if you're a TikToker, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe you're under the age of 15 and you listen to our <laughs> show, uh, you could have seen Spider-Man animatronic Haven't there. you heard old people are taking over TikTok? Uh, I don't believe that at all. <laughs> and then the last show uh, in the uh, Avengers campus is the Dora Milaje uh, Warriors from Black Panther. Uh, they have a show, uh, and theirs is more of a skills presentation um, a little bit of fighting, um, but you know it is live entertainment. Uh, they do some um, audience participation, so uh, nice to see what I would consider some live entertainment returning in in, in the parks. Yeah, that's great, wonderful. Um, and our last story about Avengers Campus, uh, there is a new commercial that debuted. That's right. You can't get people there unless there's a new commercial. Um, it is a new commercial which shows the Avengers in the Quinjet flying into the park and landing on uh, the Avengers uh, headquarters building and making their entrance. And then they start uh, recruiting heroes to come, uh, you know, regular families to come and assemble. So the tagline in the comic books and the movies is Avengers assemble. Uh, here it is heroes assemble. And the heroes are all of us who are going to be visiting. Fantastic. So, uh, yeah, uh, one interesting thing we learned when we were on our uh, Disney Studios tour back in 2019, I can't believe that was two years ago Mm -hmm. already, uh, is that the second phase of the Avengers Campus will be an e-ticket attraction ride for the Avengers Quinjet. So uh, the Quinjet is parked on the roof. Uh, It is a sign of things to come in the future. Very cool. Uh, moving to Walt Disney World, um, this wasn't like this didn't make huge news, which is uh, kind of interesting because to me it's huge news. But cast members uh, who work outside are now allowed to uh, do their work without a mask on. Well, it's not all cast members who work outside. Fully vaccinated. No, it is cast members whose roles will keep them six feet away from others. Oh, how so, many people could that be? I don't know. But it does allow them to go uh, maskless. They do have to put their mask on if they go indoors or or are unable to maintain the six-foot distance. All right. Well, they're getting there. So no wonder it wasn't news. So (laughs) apparently right now that applies to like horticultural, pest management, lifeguards on a stand, parking attendants, and parade float drivers. Okay. And that's huge for parking attendants, to be honest. That's like to to stand out there in that heat with the mask on is... Yeah, it's bad Rough. enough that that asphalt's like 130 yeah. degrees, yeah. Uh, and then you've got to wear a face mask on yeah, top Yeah, worst of it. job ever. I'd rather empty the garbage at Disney World. Um, the Disney World Park hours have been released for the week beginning August 15th. That's right, August 15th through the 21st. Magic Kingdom, 9 to 9. Epcot, 11 to 9. Hollywood Studios, 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. And Animal Kingdom, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Okay, and then going backwards, June and July, the park reservations there have been filled for quite a while and um 
just recently, I don't know, two days ago, they popped open. So those are all green. Uh, looks like they must have added more availability to yes. the calendar, but that also means they have increased their occupancy. Right. Capacity, occupancy levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm, I'm not sure if it was Friday night when you came running down to tell me. Yeah. But it's funny. Thursday night I had looked and the only June day that had availability that was fully green across all parks, I think, was June 30th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when you came down and told me, I opened and there were like 20 days that right. had availability. Um, so yeah, if you're going in June or July, it's a good opportunity to uh, book your park passes, yeah, or if you now. or if you have park passes already booked and you want to change your dates right. to go and do it. Yeah. Now, I had a, a friend who wanted to travel to Walt Disney World, and her sister happened to be a travel agent, and she asked her sister. She said, "Hey, I want to go," and her sister said, "Don't bother. You know, June is booked. This was probably the end of April." She said, "June is booked. Don't go." So she asked me, she said, Tony, she said, what's the deal? Um, I said, well, you know, they usually do a lot more tickets. And uh, sure enough, like two days later, uh, they did open up reservations uh, for park passes for those days. So she was able to go. Um, but I think the key here is if you're going to go to Walt Disney World for at least the next year, year and a half, plan as soon as you can. Book your park passes. Park passes can be booked up to 500 days in advance right now. So um, we know they're going to be used through at least 2022. That's the plan right now. Yeah. So uh, book early and book often, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure that should be your slogan. Right. Okay. Um, we're going to move on to the Jungle Cruise. We have a couple of different... Um, or the monorail. Okay, you talk about the monorail, and then we'll talk about the Jungle Cruise. Okay. Um, Social distancing, uh, while it is being taken uh, out of a lot of attractions and rides and areas of the uh, Walt Disney World Resort, they are not necessarily doing that uh, on transportation methods uh, and the monorails. Uh, Now, the monorails, they still have in most of the vehicles the compartmentalized sections. Um, and previously they had been seating two people per section. They have upped that to three guests per section with two seated, one standing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they have actually added in this case, uh, distancing markers to the ground in the monorails that say, please wait here. And that mm-hmm. is where that third guest is supposed to stand. Okay. So, um, you know, it's, it's an easier way for them to manage crowds. It's um, rough though. Those buses, if they don't do something about those buses, you used to have buses, you know, obviously everyone in every seat. And then during busy times, oh, just standing. everyone's yeah. standing like till you literally could not fit another right. person in if there. If the bus capacity was 60 people, there were, there 60, were 60 people. They were in squeezed there. in there. Uh, and now you've got what, 12 people on a bus? <laughs> it it's seems just like that, awful. Right? It's terrible. And you, you just can't run enough buses. Right. Uh, all right. So now we're going to move on to th- some things with the Jungle Cruise. This is not interesting information, Tony. I'm just telling you right now. So let's pump through these. Okay. All right. What are they? All right. The first one is that to replace the uh, pygmy hut that was taken out a few weeks ago, the boats, baits, and bites uh, hut has been removed. Uh, and that has is- Has been added. Has been, I'm sorry, added. You're right. Uh, and that is near where the um, little boats are that used to be the pygmy boats. Um, so that is there. It's another business uh, along the river. And don't know if any characters are coming with that. Um, the trapped safari scene, uh, has been added. Um, and we knew that they were replacing the natives, uh, and putting some explorers on the pole, um, that the rhino is chasing after. And those characters have been added. Um, so that is pretty good. And then the last piece is that a giant tarp, 
uh, and box have been added to the Jungle Cruise, uh, and rumor has it that this is where the uh, primates um, are going to be on one of the wrecked boats. So okay. this is a new scene that we saw in the artist's rendering. Um, so that uh, that looks like it is be- that area is being prepared. All right. And then our last bit of Jungle Cruise news that moves into some other items. Uh, the extended queue markers have been removed from the Jungle Cruise waiting area, as well as a bunch of other Magic Kingdom attractions. That's right. They've been removed from the Jungle Cruise, uh, Small World, Peter Pan's Flight, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, and Pirates of the Caribbean. Very good. Going to Epcot. The Jumping Fountains... Um, are now active in the Imagination Pavilion. That's right. They are jumping once again. They had been turned on one day back in March, um, but now they are uh, running uh, as as they used to, I guess. Okay. Uh, And we talked about this a little bit in the Magic Kingdom previously, but the dining table distancing, um, which was a huge pain in the neck, has now been removed at Sunshine Seasons and the Epcot Experience. Um, this is different because previously the ones that had been removed had been outdoors, whereas these are inside locations. Yeah, this is big. Sunshine, sunshine seasons in the land pavilion does a tremendous business. Mm -hmm. Um, one of my favorite places to grab lunch there. Uh, and they have put their tables back to their pre-distancing, uh, almost their pre-distancing, uh, distances. Now the Epcot experience, which used to be the, uh, Odyssey building, uh, is where they're hosting uh, the future look at Epcot. The funny thing is that they actually now no longer serve food there. They had a small oh, snack bar right, set right, up. Right. Um, but the t- the tables, they have put tables back in there. Right. Uh, and all of the tables are at their pre-pandemic It's spacing. funny because no one sat there anyway. No one sat there even when there was food there. <laughs> <laughs> right? There was nobody over there. Right, but if you want to go in and sit there, you're more than welcome it's to. It's nice because yeah. it's cool. Okay. And now masks are no longer required at outdoor theaters in Walt Disney World. That uh, There you go. That's the whole story. Nice. And Disney is now hiring cast members to be part of the opening team for Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. That's right. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure in the uh, France Pavilion in Epcot is expected to open on October 1st, 2021, which happens to be the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Um, so they are recruiting team members. Um, also opening that day is La Creperie de Paris, which uh, is, uh, as the name implies, a creperie. Very good. Canada Far and Wide is going to close beginning June 27th. That's right. Uh, Canada Far and Wide is their you know, Circle Vision 360 film about Canada. Uh, this is hosted by Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. You might know them from Schitt's Creek uh, or SCTV or a host of other uh, works that they've been in. Um, this debuted um, maybe a year ago, a little over a year ago, and it replaced the Martin Short film, which I love, but that's a that's a whole different uh, complaint from me. And they have decided to close this beginning June 27th. There is no reason why. There is no uh, date. It's not on the refurb schedule. So weird. It is just uh, listed as closed through August 3rd, which is right now the furthest distance out that the Walt Disney World operating cow huh. operating hours calendar goes. It'd be a shame if I mean I haven't even seen it yet. Right. I mean, half of the time it's been open, the park wasn't open. Right. <laughs> okay, that makes no sense. In the Animal Kingdom, multiple attractions were down on Saturday due to a power outage. That's right. There were four attractions that were um, uh, affected. And along with the, the attractions, uh, numerous shops, restaurants, and restrooms in the areas were not operational. 
Uh, the rides affected were Dinosaur, Expedition Everest, It's Tough to Be a Bug, and Cali River Rapids. Uh, I guess this happened uh, 11 o'clock noon. Um, was down for multiple hours, um, but uh, I guess everything opened as expected on the 6th. Well, that's great, as long as you weren't there on the 5th. Right. Um, the zebra fold that we had talked about has now joined the herd on the savannah. That's right. The Hartman zebra, which was born back in May, uh, is now back on the Kilimanjaro Safari Savannah. Um, Mom Heidi gave birth, and uh, you know what they decided to name the the foal? What? Dash, because oh. of the foal's funky spirits and a dash stripe on his left shoulder that is identical to the one on his mother. Ah, very cute. Yeah. In Disney Springs, Guy Fieri's Chicken Guy is uh, going to be opening more loca- uh, more locations around Orlando. Yeah, uh, Chicken Guy, uh, essentially, you know, Guy Fieri's attempt at fast food chicken. Uh, looks like they're going to be opening two additional locations. Uh, the first one is over in Winter Park, um, and they have a potential Orlando International Airport location opening. Okay, that'd be fun. Although, airport food is just so subpar to whatever the regular version of the food is. The airport Chick-fil-A is not that good. No, it's not good. It's not good? No, I did not like it. Okay. Duly noted. Another thing I don't particularly like is Joffrey's Coffee. But Joffrey's at Disney Springs is now offering mobile ordering. So if you want crappy coffee, you can now mobile order. Please, tell us how you really feel. (laughs) Um, Joffrey's, uh, which is in the landing section of um, Disney Springs, is offering uh, mobile order. Not through the My Disney Experience app, though. You have to get the Joffrey's mobile order website. And actually, I guess you have to go to their website. It's not even their own app. Yeah. Um, but you can order their coffees, teas, and seasonal drinks, as well as some pastries. Uh, no word on if this is going to roll out to other Joffrey's locations I mean, locations is there ever, like, a parks. line at Joffrey's? I don't know. I don't feel like there is. I don't is. know. I would just be very upset if, because the Joffrey's deal was not signed long before they decided to bring Starbucks in the park. Yeah. So, are you a Starbucks? I know. Fan, or are you a Joffrey's fan? I know, Joffrey's has to be pissed, but their coffee is just terrible. We like to say Joffrey's would be upset. This is a family program. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. I always say that. I never think of that as a bad word. You get very upset every time I say it. Okay. Um, Yeah, I mean, that seems unfair to Joffrey's, but at the same time, I mean, I'm sure their fancy coffee is good. Right. You know, I mean, if you put enough sugar and cream in anything, it's good, but like their base coffee is, is not tasty. Okay. Uh, all right. They have now released some photos of the Wilderness Lodge refurbished rooms. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at them now. They're beautiful. They look more spacious. I remember them being like sort of more dark and closed in. The, mm-hmm. the lines are a lot sleeker and more modern, um, even though they did keep the dark wood for the cabinetry. I think the walls are painted a much lighter color. And the floor. The floor is the, you know, they've gotten rid of the rugs. It's right. now this tile. Mm-hmm. Uh they no longer have that American craftsman style. Which is look. kind of a bummer because I did love the American craftsman stuff, but right. it's just much brighter and it makes the room look a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. But it's very well done. Yeah, they've done a nice job. Okay. In entertainment news, a Cruella sequel is already in the works. Yeah, and I thought there was a Cruella sequel, and it was called 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> so I don't know how this is happening. Um, you know, right now this film has a, a score of 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is uh, a very good score mm-hmm. as far as Rotten yeah, Tomatoes goes. Great. So it seems to be very popular. Um, the movie did drop 48% this week and only made, I think, like $11 million uh, and came in third or fourth in the box office. Um, but for it to do well between the uh, cinemas and Disney Plus, you know, they've green lighted a sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will obviously take place 
at some point before 101 Dalmatians again, maybe we'll see Pongo and Perdita grown up a little bit before maybe. they have puppies. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we didn't see with Mulan. It's not like Mulan came out and they said, oh, let's greenlight a sequel to Mulan. Right. You know, uh, but they have greenlighted a sequel to Cruella. It did well enough. I, I, very few people have seen it and not loved it. So mm-hmm. uh, that's good news for them. Yep. There's a new clip, um, featurette, and character posters for Pixar's Luca. That's right. Luca is coming to Disney Plus on June 18th. Um, it's a shame that these Pixar movies are not being released theatrically because, you know, they're usually good and the, yeah. the animation is great and I love seeing it on the big screen. Right. Um, but uh, uh, the clip shows how those living in the Italian port uh, of Porto Rosso deal with sea monsters. Uh, sea monsters come into play as part of the movie. Um, and, uh, it's, it's pretty cute. Uh, Pixar's Luca follows the title character as he experiences everything a, an Italian summer has to offer. Um, and he has a secret. He's a sea monster. All right. Yeah. So. Cute. Um, Luca lives on the second floor and he's a sea monster. <laughs> In universal news, um, vaccinated outdoor team members over there do not have to wear face masks. Uh, yep. This, uh, happened late last week. Uh, fully vaccinated team members do not have to wear masks outside or inside uh, areas backstage. They are required to wear masks if they are indoors on stage, though. Okay. Uh, as of Saturday, June 5th, the Orange County Mayor, Jerry Demings, has lifted all COVID restrictions. That uh, That's the story. Okay. Uh, COVID restrictions have been lifted. Sweet. And in SeaWorld news, SeaWorld Orlando has added Hollow Scream to their lineup. That's right. This is an after-hours, hard-ticketed event with haunted houses, scare zones, and other spooky activities. It will take place 27 nights between October 10th and October 31st. Um, This is a uh, light-hearted, spooktacular event. It is geared towards children during the day and will begin on uh, September 18th. Seymour has not, Seymour, SeaWorld has not mentioned the themes of the houses or the scare zones, uh, but they did have a demonstration featuring sea siren characters and shrieking cloaked dancers. Um, So that is exciting. Just looking for uh, pricing. Uh, Because they are uh, sister party to Bush Gardens, they have the same name for their event. There's going to be a combo tickets that incorporates both Hallis Screams, uh, both at Bush Gardens and SeaWorld. Um, the SeaWorld evenings will begin at 7 p.m., which will include interactive bars and live entertainment. And they did not put... Oh, here we go. Pricing. Uh, one-night ticket ranges between $29.99 and $50.99, depending upon the date. And the two-park ticket for SeaWorld and Bush Gardens sells for $79.99. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. That sums it up. Any uh, exciting news? No, or I words from you to close I would have shared it already if there was. Oh. <laughs> All right. So until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.